Welcome back to Lawyer Up and to the Right Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Cesar Cobo, and we actually had some stuff planned to talk about paid search and organic search and some strategies, but this is a very big week and we wanted to pivot to much more of a conversational tone here while Google and Bing have both released their, call it ChatGPT AI competition and how they're going to deal with this. And this all rolled out yesterday. And I just want to preface this by saying is that a lot of what we're going to talk about is our opinion on this. We still have a lot of us to settle here on what this is actually going to look like on how people are actually going to adopt this type of technology but really what we want to do and really how we see our role in adding value to all you out there listeners is to contextualize this to the legal industry what does this technology mean from a search point of view for your seo and scm strategy how is it going to potentially impact your traffic your content marketing strategies will search still be a viable place for you to generate leads for your law firm so that being said welcome caesar this is going to be a fun conversation today how are we doing uh doing great yes is uh, definitely something that is a hot topic of conversation. And again, this is, can't preface this enough, this literally just released yesterday. So I'm looking over here at my other screen, Google Bard, Bard, B-A-R-D, awful name of all the smart people that have at Google, don't know how they ended up on that one. But essentially what BARD is, is chat GPT integrated into Google search. And also as well, Bing actually, I don't know if they bought OpenAI, which is the company that owns chat GPT or in, just have a partnership with them, but they have essentially taken the chat GPT technology and integrated it into their browser. And at their Microsoft event yesterday, they actually showed exactly what that's going to look like and actually rolled it out yesterday. And you can play with it a little bit today. So the topic of our conversation is going to be about this type of technology, right? This chat AI technology that is now being integrated into search. And what does that look like for user behavior from a general search point of view, but then also from a legal point of view? So Caesar, I'm over here looking at some of the kind of live tweet tweet storms from the event with Bing yesterday. And what I'm seeing from the Google event, which is actually happening right now in Paris, a lot of the same functionality is probably going to be very similar, just Google's version versus Bing's version. I personally have never used Bing before. I actually fired up Bing yesterday for the first time and my eyes were bleeding a little bit with how much was going on. It kind of used to the Google clean layout SERPs, but essentially, what I'm seeing here is when you search something that first of all, they've expanded the search feature, right? So it's not just like a very short search bar. It's much more open conversational. So you can ask it or direct it with much more long form kind of conversational tone. And when you search on desktop on the left-hand side is still the search results. But then on the right side is essentially chat GPT, a chat box where it will summarize the SERPs. You can ask it to, you know, they're giving an example here of like, if you're looking for financial reports, for example, right? Or in the legal industry, if you're looking for like cases, it'll actually, you can ask it to summarize. So you don't have to read the entire 2000 page document on what on court case or whatever. You can actually ask it to summarize it, provide bullet uh, points for you. So you don't have to read it. You can ask it to refine searches. You can ask it uh, pretty much anything, right? So this is what I want to focus our conversation on, Caesar. right? Seeing this technology here, how do you think that it's going to impact search performance as we see it today? My initial reaction is I think it's going to limit substantially the, the traffic that uh you get from informational or just objective type queries you know how old is the president that type of thing uh, in a way those queries have already been solved by the answer feature in in google at the top so if you're creating content like that your click-throughs are are pretty low because people are just looking for an immediate answer not click through to a website and i think what this uh chat uh, gpt what it's going to do is just expand that uh to more to just cover all informational type of queries like 
people want to learn how to do something, you just type it in, boom, it gives you like instructions one through 10 of what to do. So that type of content, if, if your website and if your traffic is heavily reliant on that type of content, I think now would be the time to start strategizing and planning because I think that's going to be the traffic that's going to be most impacted by this. And we'll talk about that strategy and planning for a second, but I just want to go back to something, right? So in the SEO world, we call it zero click searches up until now, right? It's been, as you said, like the answer box, right? Like for example, what time is it in Geneva, Switzerland, right? It'll just tell you in the search box, it won't take you to a website. So SEOs have kind of been up in arms over this over the last four or five years as this has rolled out for more and more and more. And I think I saw data from somewhere, I don't want to misquote it, but I think it was somewhere from like 60 to 80% of searches already resulted in like no clicks, meaning, or even saw Bing say that 60% of, of what they see from their search engine, it's, it's a click and then goes back right away. Meaning search results don't just clearly based on their data are not satisfying what searchers are using for. So we've seen Google roll out these basically no click searches, which has caused kind of upheaval within the SEO industry because SEOs make the argument, we spend all this time and energy creating content. The goal is to get people to our website so we can either monetize it or get credit for it. And Google's stealing that. They're basically saying that they're stealing the information and then serving it, right? I personally don't see it like that. I see it as the goal of Google is to serve information to users. If you publish content and you want it to be public and you're indexing it and putting it into Google's index, then Google can do what they want with it, right? But this AI chat feature takes us to a whole nother level because now we're saying that even more and more and more searches are going to end up without traffic going to websites. So if we contextualize this to an attorney's website, right, it could be something like in the past where SEO agencies or even law firms that we talked to already know this, like content, 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 like create content, create blog posts, create informational resources because it assists in the customer journey. For example, if somebody got a DUI, right, and you're a DUI attorney or and there's so much searches that happen before they hire a DUI attorney could be something like what's the legal driving limit in Florida? What should I do? I just got pulled over by an attorney, by a cop. I was over the limit. What should I do? Right? Like those types of queries have traditionally been for what we call like content marketing, right? To, to kind of pad out the acquisition funnel. Cause the argument is, okay, if you can get somebody to your website under those queries and your DOI attorney, then there's a pretty good shot that we can get them back or that they'll just path through and just end up calling you for, for legal advice, right? Content is good. We both, I think are in agreement, Caesar, that queries like that are going to be purely answered by this AI technology in the future, right? Where people are having a conversation with it. They're able to iterate with it. So, you know, people, when we look at stuff like Uber Eats, Netflix, Amazon, people prioritize speed and convenience over anything and they're willing to pay a premium for it. I think we're going to see that user behavior play out in the SERPs where for those informational type queries, you just literally chat with the chat bot and it gives you the information that you want as quickly as possible without having to click. Could be on your phone and as this progresses, it will definitely be just wired into our hardware, right? So this kind of plays into what you were saying about informational queries, losing that traffic. So let's kind of, let's deep dive on this a little bit more. So this type of traffic, I would argue, especially for law firms is makes up a good amount of like SEO traffic. It probably doesn't make up a lot of conversions, which I think is probably the core part of this and kind of probably the biggest saving grace, I think in all of this is what happens to those queries 
that are, I need an attorney now, or I got a DUI, I need to talk to a, a lawyer. I think we should discuss this a little bit more open also the strategy, but I mean, how do you foresee this technology impacting or not impacting those types of searches, right? We'll say that those informational top funnel queries are just gone. They're going to go to chats. You're probably not mm -hmm. going to get that web traffic your website anymore. You might even potentially see a massive drop off in traffic because of that information now being answered by AI technology. How do you foresee any sort of strategy or kind of user behavior when it comes to more commercial or higher intent conversion-based searches? Yeah, so I think for attorneys in particular, that top of the funnel, what we're calling or referring to as informational content, generally drives very little conversions. You know, the without getting too deep into strategy and everything, the the, the benefit of that traffic, you can you can argue that you can do things like retargeting and that sort of thing. But just taking it at face value, that traffic uh, historically doesn't provide leads for you. So you're essentially, you know, you're providing a lot of information for free. So from that aspect of it, from the business uh, aspect of it, if you're an attorney, if chat GPT does get to that point where it wipes away a lot of your informational traffic. It's probably not going to have much of a bottom line impact. But certainly when we're when we start talking about commercial intent or transactional intent where somebody is looking for an attorney right now, I still think we're a few iterations away from people trusting a one source of truth sort of, of answer like a chat GPT. I think people are still going to want to have options there. And that's where SEO is still going to be a major part of attorney's traffic strategy. And those are the type of searches and the type of visitors to the website that do impact the business. So it's probably going to be for a good thing for attorneys because they can sort of get away from focusing so much attention and allocation of resources for that informational stuff and move more into the mid and the bottom funnel stuff. Something I just thought of now that that you can do is, is maybe repurpose some of that informational content into video because not everyone wants wants to consume information on a search uh, on Google or Bing or whatever, like they'll go to YouTube or they'll, they'll go to a video platform. And if you can show your personality, your expertise on a video and, and answer questions that way, then you can still take advantage of, of some of that informational intent. Yeah, these are all good points. And I think, you know, we were speaking about this before we hit record, but I think the biggest saving grace here is, is a couple things, right? Especially when it comes to law firms and attorneys, because I think that the chickens always come home to roost. And us, even as search providers to agencies, I'm sorry, to law firms, I talk to law firms three to five a day, just of leads and the, the amount of frustration, the amount of almost just, I don't know what to do anymore because I've tried working with agencies for the past five years and like the results haven't been there. The costs are through the roof. I think the chickens are coming home to roost a lot on agencies in general, especially search. And we're going to see kind of a, an evaporation or evisceration of a lot of agencies that are just pushing tactics that don't no longer work anymore. One of them being like, oh yeah, yeah, we can get your results. Let's just build content. I don't think it's going to be the case anymore because of this. And I think it's actually a good thing for law firms because I think the cost for this type of service will go down sheerly because there's just not going to be as much of a need for content. From a Google point of view, you're still going to need that content on your website for pure conversion, somebody getting there, you know, having the right information on the website. But I think this need to like crank out like 10 blog posts a month or whatever that agency's pitching is probably going to go away. That's number one. Number two, I think another big saving grace is as consumers, I'm, for example, looking to buy a new watch right now. I've been circling the drain on a couple watches for months now. It's a bigger purchase, right? Anything that has a certain price point, and I'm not talking about like an, an AP, like $100,000 watch. Um, it's, a, it's a good size watch that I've been looking at 
good size purchase that I've been looking at for, for months and months and months. But when I tell you that I've been to 30 different websites, I've talked to six different jewelers. I have looked at videos. I've looked at reviews. I don't want one result, right? So I'm contextualizing this by saying like, when you're shopping, and we're looking for a new couch too for our living room because our dog destroyed our other one. And I have 10 browsers open, 12 different websites. I'm using Google Shopping. I'm price comparison. And we're talking about something that's like not real. It's like less than a thousand bucks. It's not even like a huge purchase. So the point is, is that people like the freedom of choice. And what I think we're going to see, especially when it comes to these types of queries, and this is kind of the amazing thing. It's like magic with Google's algorithm is the number one thing they're really looking at is, is searcher behavior because they want to make sure that their results align with how and what people are searching for. So when it comes to these chat, this like these chat based searches, I, I already have a really good thought and inkling that it's going to result mostly in, as we said, like informational top funnel stuff, stuff that isn't really too commercially impactful of businesses. I think that when it comes to finding an attorney, it's a massive choice. It's similar to hiring an agency. You don't want to just type it in and be like, hey, give me the best DUI firm in Miami. And I'd be like, here you go, call these people mm -hmm. because there's a certain level of bias, I think as humans that we don't want to just take that recommendation. We want to figure it out for ourselves. We want to learn and discover. So I think that, again, the saving grace is that for all commercial things, even like if you apply it to more like business direct consumer stuff, buying sneakers, like there's so much recency, there's so much influence that are happening from other places that people aren't just going to go and be like, I need a new pair of white Nikes and just buy the first thing that comes up. Like it's not going to happen. Yeah. So we're seeing it with Bing. They're testing out having the chat on the right side and the results on the left. I'm sure we'll see something similar with Google where they're not just going to force you to use the chat feature. It'll be more of like a, like Bing, for example, they have like video images, maps, and then chat, right? So it's like a, it's like a kind of a tab up top that you can choose to use for chat. I I think the dust will settle very much so on what we already saw with like these no-click searches that have already been cannibalizing traffic but haven't been destroying your traffic and destroying your business so i i still think where i'm going with this is search is going to still continue to be a viable option but i do think that it's going to get very competitive for those commercial spots because now all that backdoor traffic all that backdoor strategy from like a content marketing point of view and i'm i'm, I'm not saying backdoor in like a derogatory bad way we do it all the time because it works but that traffic there's just going to be less available and where's less available a i think a lot of agencies and firms will just kind of fall off because well, there's just less opportunity. But the ones who figure it out will still be able to capture the highest intent traffic in the world, which is talking to a system that will give you recommendations for attorneys in a sense. So I, this is not doom and gloom for the industry. I also saw too that unlike ChatGPT, where it doesn't give you any sources or links externally, these search engine chat platforms do. Because again, people want to see those sources. And I've actually had a long conversation with a friend of mine who uses ChatGPT every day. And he's like, he's like, I can't just use it because I can't trust the information. I have to have Google open at the same time to, to kind of validate what it's saying, which is a whole nother conversation that we're not going to get into here about like relevancy and, and accuracy of AI results. But when you think about it this way too, is that Google's already kind of figured that out. You know, they've, they've, they've already got the algorithms and the results mechanisms in place to provide information to people that we believe is is valid and true because we've been using the system for decades now. So I, again, I don't think that this is like an SEO is dead, but like the reason why we're pausing what we normally talk about to talk about this today is because this is a big deal in how the platform and how users will use it. And I think it's a first step in a whole new direction in terms of how we interact with technology and the internet. And it's interesting. And it's definitely something that your law firm needs to be mindful of. So that was my yeah. solution. Yeah, I think it's just going to put a, a more of an onus on, uh, on creating quality content because up till now, like a lot of this informational stuff, uh, it may as well have just been written by a chat GPT. You know, it's just like tactics and things of that nature that you get it to to rank. But 
the content itself just lacks in, in a lot of areas and in many cases doesn't end up answering your query, which is why you get a lot of high bounce rates on on things like blog posts because people do go back and you know they, they're piecing together information. They're grabbing something from your page and they're putting it together with what they read somewhere else and that sort of thing. So I think this is going to make it more so that everything that you create needs to have uh, more of a business alignment purpose, which is I think for attorneys the way to go in the first place. We recently did an, an audit of a site that they had like 500 blog posts, you know, a ton of them like 200 words or something, you know, so that type of stuff, it worked in a way you can make the argument that it was effective. You're going after long tail keywords and that sort of thing. But I think that's going to be the the low hanging fruit that gets eliminated with this the, this direction that we're going in with the the chat bot. 100%. Yeah, very well said. So I think that's it. That's all that's all I think I have on this topic. Again, this was very much so a uh, little bit break from what we normally do here, which is a little bit more strategy data driven stuff. This is very call conjecture per se, but it's very opinion based, right? And part of what Caesar and I do want to do here is, is create a space where attorneys can come here and, and listen and learn and understand without being bombarded with some sort of pitch. So with that being said, if you do want to talk to us more about this, there's a link below. Uh, you can schedule a conversation, consultation with myself or Caesar, and we'll talk about your law firm. We'll talk about what options you have. We'll talk about some past things, and we'll make sure to keep you updated on exactly what's working with not just search marketing, but all types of marketing, because you know Caesar and I running this company, we fully understand that we are not a search marketing firm. We are an attorney marketing firm, specifically an attorney client getting firm, and we are going to do whatever is best at the time currently and still search remains king, which is why we push search and why we offer search for clients. But these are the types of developments that we're always looking at evolving our business, our service, our offer to make sure that we're not just going down with a dying ship like a lot of agencies will that will continue to pitch you these services, even though they know it's not best for you because they have not evolved, they have not upskilled and gotten better at what they do. So these are open honest conversations that we have. We want to create a space here where a space of trust and a, a space of learning and a space of uh, we're all in the same boat together because we're here to try and generate leads and we don't care about Google or Bing or any of these things. We just care about what works. So link below and uh, appreciate you all joining. We'll see you next week. Until next time.